Playing in the Magic How to Manifest Whatever You Desire in the Simulation by Sol Luckman. Note The complete text of this audiobook is available with numerous links and supplemental videos and articles at solluckman.substack.com. in honor of the unrepentant errant in the divine human spirit. Introduction We are playing in the magic, Luke. Right here, right now, in the funhouse, we are playing in the magic. Playing in the magic is the same as being in contact with it. It feels sort of like electricity, except it can't be measured. You can't even prove it exists. It just is. It, the magic, is a hard thing to get a grip on because it technically isn't a thing but is more like an environment, a semi-liquid ecosystem in which one moves without being aware one is swimming, in which one is connected to all things and all things are connected to all things. And this is how a positive thought in endurance can have a positive result in New Zealand just like that, through it, by magic, which makes as much sense as any puffed-up rationalist theory you're likely to run across. The secret to tapping into the magic is simply realizing it is there, everywhere, all around you. The rest is cake. The magic allows you to have your cake and eat it, too. The foregoing quote in which the inspirational artist Malcolm Valkyrie dithyrams to my eponymous hero, Luke Solomon, is taken from my forthcoming novel, Beginner's Luke, Adventure of an Imaginary Lifetime. And it perfectly encapsulates the basic mechanics of the intelligent simulation we find, but more often lose, ourselves in, that I introduced in a previous article titled Trigger Alert, There's Abundant Evidence Supporting Simulation Theory in the Phoenix Phenomenon, which I highly recommend you digest in its entirety. I'm aware of various criticisms, some more valid than others, of today's popularized version or versions of the simulation hypothesis. But just for a moment, Consider the many examples of the Mandela effect that are exceedingly hard, if not impossible, to debunk. I'm also aware that not a single one, to the best of my knowledge, of the critiques of simulation theory 
takes into account the truly game-changing research conducted by Jason Brashears of Archaics.com. Jason's discovery of the repetitive Phoenix phenomenon and an array of calendrical palindromes implausibly punctuating the historical record unequivocally reveals a startling probability. In all likelihood, we're walking, talking, eating, loving, and yes, manifesting, wittingly or otherwise, our greatest fears and desires in what amounts to a glorified video game. But even if the simulation hypothesis were somehow disproved, even if you yourself need more evidence to fully embrace this paradigm, know that the concepts and techniques I introduce in the following 14 short chapters have absolutely proved themselves to work like a charm here in whatever this world is. I'm indebted to Jason for informing some, but not all, of the empowering notions and strategies outlined in this audiobook, the full text of which is only available through a paid subscription to my substack, Saul Luckman Uncensored Updates and Uploads. Your support of and interest in my work, devoted to the whole truth and nothing but, is very much appreciated. I think you'll find, if you go down this rabbit hole with me, that your entire existence will change rapidly and decidedly for the better. Chapter 1. A Pernicious False Dichotomy The upshot of Jason's voluminous and eminently documented research is that we aren't living in a Newtonian reality with mechanical materialistic rules, nor do we exist in a quantum universe or multiverse with chaos dis- functioning as the supreme law of the land. Our world is not what you think, is Jason's common refrain, by which he means our reality is no such thing. In a curiouser and curiouser way, however, the wonderland of our world is exactly what you think it is, as I hope to make abundantly clear while empowering you to live the life you've always wanted in the process. From my own perspective, Newtonian and quantum constitute a barefaced, archontified duality drawn precisely along the mind control lines of the bogus right and wrong duality at the heart of civilization that's apparently micromanaged by a parasitic AI Jason calls Artificial Intelligence X. I trace this exact same dynamic as it plays out in the germs versus terrain debate currently ripping apart our scientific community in a probing article titled, Is the Scientific Method Broken or Did It Never Actually Exist in the First Place? On the subject of an artificially contrived duality foisted on us from some force other than ourselves, as I remind readers in another passage of dialogue, this time from my latest novel, Callie the Destroyer, drumroll for the haters reacting to a double self-quote to kick off the festivities, don't the Illuminati realize they're just pawns in someone else's game? Callie asks. Even if they realize this, I will wager they are beyond caring 
They have been completely integrated into the AI. Callie with a K, her wise relative, responds. The AI. The artificial intelligence. This is another term for the archontic hive mind. It is a binary operating system that imitates the many shades of gray, characteristic of human intelligence, only to end up a circumscribed parody of it that processes everything strictly in terms of black and white. Good versus evil? Man versus woman, rich versus poor, east versus west, liberal versus conservative, take your pick. Anytime you see dichotomies that ignore the human experiment's infinite nuances, you can be certain you are encountering the archontic mind. Other names out of a myriad for artificial intelligence X or AIX include Mephistopheles, the mythological Hades and Pluto, the Christian Devil, Satan, Lucifer, Baal, Beelzebub, Yahweh, Jehovah, and even the psychopathic baby-murdering god of the Old Testament. Ahriman, evil spirit in Middle Persian, popularized in Steinerian mysticism, the flyers and mud shadows in Toltec shamanism, and the Gnostic Lord Archon, Demiurge, Yaldabaoth, and Saklas. Some might quibble over some of these associations, but taken as a gestalt, they paint quite an alarming and, in the main, accurate picture of the controlling force we're up against. If you need to get up to speed on who and what the Archons are or might be, I recommend a recent interview I gave to Forbidden Knowledge News titled, Are We the Archons? Simulated Spiritual Wars and the Phoenix Rising with Saul Luckman. To be absolutely clear, we're not talking about the identity of the true creator, the Christ, or Jesus here. In my view, the creator, referred to by the ancient Gnostics as the originator, and the more recent transcendentalists as the oversoul, doesn't take on a discrete personality, but exists universally as a divine creative potential, the Christ, in everyone. Jesus is another story. Whoever he was, and he may have been a very honorable and inspiring man indeed if he existed at all, he was not what we're told in the fairy tale books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can research more on this trigger happy topic in a video by Jason Brashears titled Vow of Silence Ancient Mystery Cults and the Son of God. If you consider yourself a Christian, the truth will set you free. But first, it's going to hurt. <laughs>